Okay, we are live. Rob, how are we doing? I'm doing good, Dave. How are you doing? <laughs> good, good, good. Okay, so we're going to talk about favorite movies. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, you're 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 going to give me a list. I'm going to give you a list. Do you want to do you want to do yours first? Um, so are we doing top ten, top five? Well, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Until your until your um your men arrive to fumigate your house. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll, I suppose I'll just as I said the hard, I wasn't able to put it in order um, that's fine just my number one so right. I'm just going to put it out there and say the reason that I picked these movies was ones that I always rewatch and find really good so that's why I'm putting Goodfellas in there um, classic classic Martin Scorsese gangster movie had everything in it I remember the scene with Joe Pesci scared the living shit out of me and I wasn't even in the movie. <laughs> I was looking at it going, he's a scary bollocks. I don't want to ever meet him. <laughs> he's sitting there. Like, and it went from the, like a funny story, a, a tale that he was going through, to him pulling a gun on someone because he yeah. thought he called him a clown. So, uh, just, what, um, what a great movie, though. Oh, it's a fantastic movie. And yeah. like, like I said, it's, it's one I've rewatched umpteen times. Um great actors in it just great direction the music in, in it is fantastic too so and like you know yourself I, I love a good gangster movie so that really hit every every nail on the head right there yeah I was kind of thinking when we were compiling this list I thought that you would probably have a few gangster movies on it alright yeah and so it's probably I'd... best to not be saturated with gangster movies so I have a few curveballs in there too Ooh, curveballs mm-hmm. I... <laughs> um, okay so we'll at number ten, you're going to put in that good one. Uh, good good fellas. Yeah. yeah, just because you just think it's an awesome movie. Awesome movie. I've rewatched it umpteen times. I, I, I just, I love the genre. I love the, the like Scorsese's direction is fantastic. It's, it flows so well, um, and just the actors are in it: Pesci, De Niro, Liotta. Oh, some cast, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's an amazing cast, and like it's, it's. You can tell that you can tell that Scorsese grew up in that kind of environment. Because you believe it, you believe it, you really think <laughs> this is how it happens, this is how it goes, this is the regime, and it just, I was, I, I loved it, I watched it at such an early age, I can't remember the year it came out, but I know I saw it at an extremely young age. That was and, the good thing about uh, the video shop in our local town when we were growing up, they didn't really mind about the ratings, it was just a suggestion. <laughs> yeah, with quotation marks. <laughs> they did not care, that's funny. <laughs> oh, um. Look, should I give you my number 10 yeah. now? Um, it's a toss-up between two films. I actually have 11 written down. But I'm going to go with Anchorman. Anchorman? Anchorman. Oh, Anchorman. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. classic. I just, I just love that film. It's yeah. just beyond silly. It's beyond ridiculous. I didn't enjoy the second one as much. No, that was just overhyped and then didn't yeah. funny. But the first one was just, and I remember watching it the very first time. I didn't enjoy it, really? but it was kind of it was the second and third viewing of it. I just kind you kind of you get all the little gags that are in the background. And yeah, you have the news anchor fight. Oh, what who's your favorite? Who's your favorite character in that? I love Lamp. <laughs> <laughs> He's so retired. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's an amazing character, isn't it? Yeah, he just plays it so well. But I like I like your man as well. I, I said I don't know their names. I'm used to names. But your man who has all the clones, the, the sex clone, panther. Yeah, Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, oh, yeah. Mighty. 
Such a, what a great fucking movie that is. Did you see the outtakes from that? I haven't, no. Oh, you should look. The outtakes are unbelievable. Yeah? I'm they're, just actually, they're, they're, they're not bloopers. They're just outtakes where they're trying to tell each other these like st- surreally funny stories and they can't look each other in the face. I mean, they can't look at that. Yeah. They, 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 they look up the, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's fantastic. Because yeah. just by looking at that film, you got to say that at least 80 or 90% of that was improvised. I mean, you can imagine the editing job they had to do oh, to, to just stop them, like stop laughing. That's sort of yeah. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's why Anchorman would be, you know, you could put it up higher. I said it's, it's yeah, again, true. no particular order. It's just the number one is the only one that I've seen the only movie that I, I've seen that I kind of would say, yeah, that's definitely my number one. Absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, so Anchorman. Definitely not Anchorman 2, but Anchorman. My Anchorman, yeah. Hopefully they won't do an Anchorman 3. <sighs> or if they did make it funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the criteria, really. <laughs> For a comedy. <laughs> it's the goal. Go on. Number nine for you. I'm going to throw in one of my curveballs. I'm going to put in Dog Soldiers. Dog Soldiers. So what a great movie. I remember going to see that in the cinema, mm. not actually knowing what it was about. And I thought it was going to be, it was a little war film, and then you got the whole... Werewolf. Werewolf thing. And yeah. it was, what a, what a great film. I think it was made for a budget of about €4.50. Euros 50 cent. <laughs> we, uh, I remember going to see that, and I was hungover and sleepy on a Sunday. I um, probably went with you, did we? Uh-huh. Yeah, I was there. And uh, we drove to Tala. And we went there and we just said, pick up whatever movie. Jesus Christ, we're all dying. Heads are hanging off. So we said, uh, just pick this one. And we went in and didn't expect anything. And for once, I didn't fall asleep. Um, so it must have been a good movie to keep me entertained. Um, but just, the, just the absolute, like, just I remember looking, looking at you at one stage going, Jesus. <laughs> and it's just like, all of a sudden, it is like this, this army that are training and doing drills. In the Scottish woodlands, yeah, and all of a sudden, this mad werewolf just pops out of nowhere, starts ripping people apart. <laughs> what a great film! Do you know what? I haven't actually ever even thought of that film in years, but now that you're saying it, like, yeah, yeah. what a yeah. great movie that was! It was, it was so a, good, it was such a surprise, yeah. Um, and uh, it, it made me forget that my head was hanging off my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if for, for that alone, it gets in there. Yeah. The only, uh, the only other, um. The only other film that I ever kind of got like that, uh, that I didn't know anything about, and it really got me in, was that um, Tarantino one from Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah, that was yeah. I. I knew nothing about that, and then all of a sudden I was in the middle of a vampire film. Yeah. Now I only ever watched it once. I tried to watch it a second time, and I couldn't because that twist was spoiled. Yeah, but uh, yeah, for that dog soldiers, what a good choice. Uh, Tarantino is known to, to to engage in the old violence uh, in his movies. He does he like a bit of gore. He does like it, the Val <laughs> Right, I'm going to give you um, my, my number nine. Uh, it's actually a trilogy. Oh, yeah, I didn't know whether to put these in. Yeah, put them in, fuck it. Um, I did this one you probably won't know or like, but I grew up and I absolutely adore this type of movie because I'm just a silly guy and I love it. But it was the Naked Gun series. Oh, yeah, Naked Gun, of course. Leslie Nielsen. Oh, God. What a brand! Like, while O.J. Simpson turned out to be a piece of shit, he was actually really good in these films. Slightly tainted, yeah. <laughs> but Leslie Nielsen was just, just a legend, and the slapstick comedy and the slapstick, yeah. Oh, 
it's sort of similar to like airplane and stuff like that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was based on the the TV show Police Squad. Police Squad. Oh my god! Yeah, and that's what it was based on, and it was just, you know, doom lanterns. You know, just slapstick. It was just slapstick. slapstick. Yeah. It was just pure fun. They don't make movies like that anymore because you can't take the piss out of anyone before they're crying. Yep. You know. So mm-hmm. I just I just grew up and I just loved all that silly humor and still do today. And if they're on TV, I'll watch them and I'll watch them like it was the first time I was watching yep. them. You know, they always do you like have. The, um, did you ever get get to like the um, the uh, during the two thousands? They used to do the um, piss takes and and, and remakes of. Of um, serious movies, but with comedic uh, actors. What like I scary movie in that? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Scary no, movie. So I no. never found them funny. No, I never found them funny. And oddly enough, it is. There's another film on my list that I, I later on that's kind of like that, but they try to make films, but they seem forced. You know, the piss take. I I, I like a piss take that's more subtle. You can kind of go, oh, I can see where they're taking the piss. They're not literally just chopping and changing bits into mm-hmm. it. But look, we'll go along with that in a few minutes. Um, right, number eight. Go. Number eight, I'm going to have to put in, and I suppose it is part of a franchise, but the uh, the original Jaws movie. Jaws. Yes. Yeah. Wouldn't be in my top 100, I'd say, but yeah, really? it was good though. Oh, this yeah. movie scared the living shit out of me. I didn't get in the water for like 25 years. This Everything. might explain why you don't swim even today. <laughs> no, it's not that I don't swim, is that I don't swim in the ocean. <laughs> We're not swimming in the fucking ocean. It, it was a movie. It was like, and I, I, I watched a documentary about how it was made, and it nearly didn't get made because um, so much really? was going wrong. Yeah, and so much was going wrong, and um, the uh, shark itself. If you look at the back of the movie, the number of times that you can see that shark is actually very limited. You can you can't see the whole shark just coming out of the water, kind of. Thing. Yeah, you can see either the head or the body or the tail or the fin or something like that. So you can't see everything at once because it didn't really work. So what they used to do, and I remember the, the one of the best scenes in the movie was when he was on the boat and he got onto the boat and the guy's like trying to kick his nose and stuff like that. And his legs are falling in into his mouth, into his jaws, um, ironically, and. Um, <laughs> And all you can see was the, was the top end of the, of the, of the thing. But the documentary is quite interesting, too. But that movie, I would absolutely watch. If it's on TV, I'd watch it again and again. I absolutely loved it. And it's really subtle. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't go for the scare moments every so often. Yeah. Uh, it really it limits how, how often the attack is. Or you see a fin coming out of war. You're like, ah, oh, I'm done now. This is fucked. <laughs> It's years since I've seen it. It really is. But, it, it, like, it is a, it's a good film, you know. Like... It, it definitely it definitely was ahead of its time. I think with a lot of Steven Spielberg movies, I think they were just mm-hmm. a little bit ahead of his time. But no, it wouldn't have been one that would, would have been on my radar. Now, not because I don't like it. It's just... You just don't like been, fish. Well, I don't mind fish. Is it fish? <laughs> There's your edit right there. There's your... <laughs> no, that's staying in. That's staying in. Uh, yeah, so I'd have, I'd have Jaws there. Obviously, every single one after that was shocking. Uh, what the made more? The made uh, Jaws. I need to went to four because Michael really? Caine was in one of them. Oh, the, oh. Out of absolutely nowhere, Michael Caine. I'm kill this shark. <laughs> he pulls in with absolutely no attempt to do an accent. He just has this like cockney <laughs> Caine accent, and I'm like, why is he in this movie? What the fuck? No one knows what he does. 
Um, I'm not entirely sure. I think he, I think he crashes an aero or a helicopter into the shark to kill him. I think he may have done that. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously didn't. That was just a alternative ending that I created in my head. I kind of like it. I'd pay to see that. <laughs> and as he was flying towards, as he was choppering towards the shark, he's saying, "Mine out, mine, okay." <laughs> I'm going to crash this chopper. <laughs> yeah. Both fantastic uh, impersonations. Like yeah, have. yeah. I've been known for my impersonations down through the years. You are Michael Caine. Oh my God. Uh, right. uh, what are we on now? Number eight, are we or something? Uh, you we'll went keep going. For, did I go first? You went first. You I went was, first. That was my number eight. That was my okay. So, <laughs> so Jaws. Yeah, good choice. I, I, I like it. I'd watch it again. Um, right, this one. What am I going to put up? Number eight. Oh, God. Something has to stay out. I'm going to go with um, Step Brothers. Again, it's just a silly film. Mm-hmm. I just love silly films. I, mm-hmm. I much. I just. I prefer a silly film over... Any sort of serious film whatsoever, you know, I life really is, do. Life is too serious. Yeah. yeah, and I just, I just love taking the piss. And Dodgeball was kind of one of the last really good comedies that I've seen in a long time. And, and made that was it such a small budget. Was it? I don't know. Was it? I mean, the all were. If you think about it, all those kind of movies, were such a small budget at the start, like, yeah. um, and they were so, they were so funny. And yeah, yeah, they were really good. So Step Brothers. What a what a great film, and um, <laughs> just the start out as enemies become this holier than fucking thou piece of shit together, yeah. you know. But the scene where he buries him alive at the front garden, I mean, also I the mean, chemistry, the chemistry between uh, Farrell and the man, the man was like unbelievable. And again, the outtakes from that are just so funny. How, how have I not seen all the outtakes? I, I have, I have. They're, huh? they're, they're so funny because you wonder how the hell they looked each other in the eye. Yeah, they're all during the movie without breaking that, breaking down laughing. Like there's a there's another there's another movie, another Will Ferrell movie that I like. I didn't put it in my top ten, but I probably should have. But it was uh, the other guys. Did you ever see that? Yeah, with Mark Wahlberg. Another good movie. Yeah. Just love that film. Yeah, just so ridiculous. Yeah. I always wished. They expanded on the Gator character, you know, maybe had a, a prequel or something like that. <laughs> because it's just right, he was a pimp in college. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I would pay money to go and watch a Gator movie, you know. That's but I think Will Farrell would have to do it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's Make him off. look young. Oh, yeah, it's just so funny. part of that movie that was hilarious is when he, the way he talks about his wife in front of Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, a big old broad she's not a very flop. but he apologises for her for being ugly like he, he just walks I'm so sorry <laughs> she's, oh, I can't remember who the actress was but she was obviously very beautiful and it was uh, god what was her name I know the one uh, I can't think of her name but I know her yeah she's yeah, stunning yeah. but, um, the, but the, the bit the bit towards the end there where they're talking about all the things they do to each other through the granny oh for fuck's sake it's so funny Remember the scene anyway, that's not, a, that's not on my list, but it should be. But In fact, you know what? I'm changing yeah. it. And my number eight is the other guys. Do you remember the scene? Do you remember the scene where he drove through all the cocaine and it exploded? <laughs> and the bodies, dead bodies on the ground. Oh, oh, I can't believe it. Yeah, no. yeah, that's um, in there. Yeah, Step Brothers is gone and uh, the other guys is in. Okay. Woohoo! <laughs> wow. Just because it's. 
such a great movie. There's loads of quotable bits in it. Yeah. <laughs> and that Gator character, I just Will Farrell, if you ever listen to this, just make a movie about Gator. You know, make a movie about Gator. It's just so funny. Just so so uh, that's my two number eights there. <laughs> All right, two number eights. Um I'm gonna go with old school. Old school. Is that the one where the uh, college they build they build a fraternity? Mm. Frank the Tank? Frank the Tank. <laughs> where he's running naked from the frat party and his wife <laughs> sees him. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> That's a Will Ferrell film as well, isn't it? It's a Will Ferrell film. It's one again. It's one of the the the, the earlier ones. Yeah. Uh, that again came out over low budget. Um, had all these kind of weird like Snoop Dogg was in it, um, and then they played this like a. Do you remember the old guy they had? What was Paul his Blue. name? I think Blue. It was Blue. Yeah. Paul Blue. Blue. Yeah, um, but when they're like <laughs> kidnapping him to the theme tomb of Master of Puppets by Metallica, <laughs> and they just bundle him into a van from a bus stop, and no one blinks an oh, eye, and then they have all film. these like reprobates like all lined up to take pledges, and they have a twine with a cinder block attached to their penis, and they have to throw it off the roof, <laughs> and it's like a show of trust, and you've had trust, and it goes through a grate, <laughs> pulled off the fucking roof. <laughs> there are so many scenes in that. That I swear to you, like there's movies that make you cry. Yeah. With laughter. Oh, that is God, one of them. That in years. What a great movie that was. That was one of, it was hilarious. Frank, uh, the, Frank tank. the Tank stole the show. Vince, I think Vince, Vince Vaughn was funny in that movie because he was so, like, he hated his life. Yeah. He, and he, he just he, wanted to live vicariously through. Yeah. He, he's uh, the fellow who settled down with the wife and kids. Yeah. And yeah. To be out partying and doing blow and everything. And it was that, it was that time when Vince, Vince Vaughn was able to speed off like 40 sentences in a row. That were just hilarious without any breaths or pauses and stuff like that. He just rambled and rant and stuff. But that movie made me. I again, I'd watch it. I'd rewatch it. It was so oh. funny. It had me in floods of tears. The music to it was fantastic too. The soundtrack to it was great. Um, and I'm trying to think who the principal was as well. The principal was the guy, the agent from um, Entourage, who was also I've, very good in it too. I've never, I've never seen Entourage. <sighs> Kind of like had too many seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I'm I'm more for my TV shows. I'm kind of more of a sci-fi fan now. Really. So I would have thought so. I would have thought so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Bit of a nerd. Bit of a nerd. But uh, old school. Yeah. What a a good. What a good film that was. Yeah. That'd be my number seven. Yeah. That's that's really good. Actually, I like that one. Um. Right. My number seven. I'm going to put down Die Hard, the original Die Hard, not the trilogy, just the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a great film. Christmas movie. Well, obviously. It's I mean, obviously, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Um, like, I, we, I got memes this Christmas about someone had actually taken a picture of the where it was filmed at the Nakatomi Plaza. Wow. And they had uh, shots fired at Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> and uh, it just had everything. Mm-hmm. It just had everything, and Bruce Willis was brilliant in it, you know. But they carried it on, and you know now he's a fucking geriatric. Just let it die, you know. I, I hate like... when they bring back films. I hate when they bring back films just for the sake of bringing them back, you know. Like Indiana Jones. Yeah, oh God. Yeah. Do you oh. know what I mean? I did like I did like Die Hard with Vengeance though, which is a strange thing to say because you had Die Hard One, Die Hard Two, and then the third installment was actually better, I thought, than the second installment and gave the first installment the run for its money. 
Die Hard. Yeah. Was that the one with Sam Jackson in it? Was yeah, it? I really, yeah, I really. Ah, uh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that one. That was really good. And uh, I, yeah, I still think I still think um, I still think the the first one was the best though. I really I think do. There's, there's so many um, phrases that came out at. Yeah, there's only one, Rob. There's only one phrase. Yippee ki yay. motherfucker. <laughs> I thought Alan Rickman had a couple of phrases that were actually quite good. Hello. Rick- I'm Alan Rickman. <laughs> Clay. Bill Clay. <laughs> well, what a great film. It really is so good, you know? Actually, actually start to finish. I do like uh, in Brooklyn Nine Nine where he's such a diehard fan and he just, he's just working into everything, you know. He tries to right. turn situations into it, yeah, into like a diehard yeah. movie. But you're right; it it, it just spun, um, it just went into popular culture straight away, didn't it? It just, yeah, you know. Well, yeah. I, I I really enjoyed Die Hard, really, mm-hmm. truly. Okay, go on, number six. Number six for me is Predator, the original. Oh yeah, that should be on mine. Yeah. What a great film. Uh, came out around the same time. Arnie was big. Total Recall. Um, Conan the Barbarian. Conan the Barbarian. Conan. Come here to be Conan. I have some dench pots for you. Hey. <laughs> um, but uh, again, like that movie, just it kind of encapsulated what the late eighties movies were about. Like actually, oh. like muscles everywhere. And in fact, it was set in this forest jungle. I think yeah. in in uh, South America somewhere. And it was just like nonstop, nonstop. Uh, and again, the documentary behind that is is crazy. They were off their heads doing that movie, well, like, literally off their fucking rockers. <laughs> <wasn't it? laughs> like it was insane. Oh, um, I think the I may be wrong, but I think the guy that directed Die Hard One, Tierney, directed Predator. Maybe. Um, but again, like just action packed. Um, I was at that age. Uh, recorded it off the telly. Oh. <gasps> was on ITV so that the the, uh, the the swear words were dubbed out so that was shit so you have one stage where like and there was a lot of swearing in that um and but then, again but then it came on to RTE and RTE yeah. never dubbed out any swear and RTE actually added in more swear words <laughs> that's uh, because they didn't have the budget to dub it out <laughs> <laughs> well you had some Irish lad doing, doing a sound dub over Aaron Schwarzenegger like shit some guy from fucking Castle of Aragon like kill me now and then, you know, the guy from Catman, give me no boy, fucking kill me. Give me now, Mother Mary. <laughs> <laughs> give me now, boy. Um, but but uh, in there, for, it hit all the nails. Oh, yeah. And and one of my favourite movie quotes of all time. Get to the chopper! Yeah, that's just uh, fucking Again, brilliant. spot on impersonation, Dave. Yeah, Not gonna yeah. Lie. That was yeah. right up there. <laughs> some, of your, some, of your, some of your best. <laughs> Again, I am known. If anyone ever wants to contact me for doing uh, voiceover work, you know where yeah. I am. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I would recommend. I'd highly recommend that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Predator. Predator. Oh, that was a good call. What a great fucking film. What a great action film. Mm-hmm. You know what? They don't make action films like that at all. all CGI. Uh, Shit like that. There's all CGI. Do you know that? Yeah. I think Dolph Lundgren was supposed to play the original Predator. He was supposed to play the Predator. No, it wasn't Dolph Lundgren. It was Jean-Claude Van Damme was supposed to play the original Predator. But he didn't want to be in a movie where his face was going to be covered. Oh, which is ironic because he looks like a Predator now. But a different kind of Predator. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. But uh, that was at the time where he did Bloodsport and Kickboxer and shit like that. 
His early films were good. He just got weird. Yeah. <laughs> he just got but, fucking uh, weird. Universal Soldier. But anyway, we're getting on a, a Jean Claude Van Damme rant. Uh, yeah. So your, so your number six was uh, the Predator. Yeah. Okay, my number six again, a silly one. Um, oh, did I say this already? Dodgeball. No, you said Step Brothers, and then you changed your mind yeah. to the other guys. Yeah. No, Dodgeball. Okay. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. dodge. dodge yeah. uh, what was I the just, what was the guy what was the only way to share the train? What was he called again? Patches of Hoolan. Patches of Hoolan. <laughs> dodge wrench, dodge ball. Yes, right. And then the hey, lure, I got us some hookers. <laughs> <laughs> just wall to wall sound bites. What a fucking, just so much fun. You know, just so silly. And <laughs> your man, um, what's his name? We said his name already, but I'm sorry. Ben Stiller's character in that is just so good. It's, it's just so good. He's huh? got with food where he puts it out in front of us. <laughs> he, he's sniffing the food. <laughs> oh Seriously, I got him. <laughs> it just has everything. It just... It's just it was one of my favorite films. I remember I bought the DVD of it when I was traveling around Australia, mm. and I used to watch it in the fucking laptop. Oh, just, I must have watched it twenty times. I just love it. It's a great movie. But there's loads of little side bits in it as well, like the guys commentating from the side. Yeah, that's yeah. That's you know? <laughs> they yeah. have the the fellow who's real serious and the fellow who doesn't give a shit. <laughs> like you know, out town population, you bro. <laughs> just such a good fucking film. I love it. <laughs> When they get the costumes mixed up with the dominators. Oh, God, so good. <laughs> They're in the S&M gear. <laughs> oh, the oh, what a good film. What a good film. I love it. I really do. I, I don't need to say any more. It's just, okay. just silly. I love it. Number five? For number five, I'm going to go with uh, In the Name of the Father. Good film. Wouldn't Griffith. advise you to watch it at certain times of the year. <laughs> but uh, unbelievable. Easter. Mm. <laughs> I'm St. Patrick's Day. Um, but uh, just an amazing movie. Um, amazing cast, like a storyline behind it and stuff like that. Like in Daniel Day-Lewis, just like all around fucking amazing. I mean, I could have four Daniel Day-Lewis movies in this, but I, I'm trying to vary it a bit. Uh, he's so good. <laughs> Even though my movies are all depressing and <laughs> involve an awful lot of violence. Um, and the name of Father came out again, cheap budget, but it came out at a time uh, where there was an awful lot of political unrest. There, it was deemed to be anti British, it was deemed to not tell the truth and, and to provoke or promote uh, republicanism. And all he was doing, and Daniel Day Lewis is not an actor that does that, he's not a person that does that. Um, but it was just a movie that hit just like hit all the spots. It, told a unique and amazing story about people that like the, the corruptness of a, of a system um, and then like the, the absolute trauma and chaos that these people went through and they didn't do a follow up as to what happened to these people after they were released yeah. but they went through some bloody awful times and you know spent nearly 18 years in, in, in a, in a lockup where they were innocent yeah um, it, it was pretty crazy but a system just a to, sign of the, yeah, it was just a system where the English needed someone to blame. Yeah, you know, 
But sure, look, it's all coming back on them now with gum shoots through fucking Brexit, which are here. We'll stay away from politics for, for the yes, rest of that was a that um, was a serious note. I had to stop myself there for a second. <laughs> I know if we I know if we get you started on anti-Brit sentiment. No, I, I, I'm going to stop. I can't be anti-British because I support Liverpool, so like I'm not anti-British. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, so that's that's mine. I'm sure your next movie will will pick up the uh, the atmosphere a bit. It, it sure will. Um, <laughs> I really should be marking these off. Uh, hot shots. Oh, shots, good shout! Wow, I love Again. that film. Yeah, and not not for the obvious reasons. Uh, not for the Charlie Sheen character, uh, the Lloyd Bridges character, Admiral. Benson. Oh yeah, yeah. I just fucking love him. He's such a dopey bastard. <laughs> and if you look, if you actually listen to that film, he doesn't call anyone by the same name twice. Does he not? Okay. No. The only way there's there's the Admiral Blockfella. Yeah. He calls him everything but his real name. You know, there's just there's jokes like that. And the side gags, like they're in the bar and this woman jumps on a man and gives him a big hug. And she, she spins the bat, her, her handbag is hanging off. and She slaps the tray out of someone's uh, hand. And all you can hear in the background is, ah, my eyes. <laughs> you know, just little gags like that. It's Oh my god! I, I didn't realize you like slapstick so much. <laughs> it's just, but I love, I love silliness. Just fucking love it, and even now I just love it. I'd sit and watch it, even though I know what every bit of what happens in it. Yeah. I could probably quote it, but I just, uh, I just absolutely love it. Just the hot shots, the original, the rest were shy, but just the original hot shots. I haven't seen that in ages now. I must, uh, must try and, I must try and get it. Yeah, I'm oh, sure there's stuff that I've missed in the last. Since the last time I've watched it, like I'm sure there's stuff that I've missed. Yeah, but it's it's like everything. Like any time you see watch a film, sometimes you pick up yeah. something you've missed before, and you kind of go, ah, you know, that just makes more sense now. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'd have to go with Hot Shots. Good, good call. Number six, is it number six? I don't know with last count, but uh, I think it is number six for you. Yeah. yeah. Go on, number five then. I'm going to again bring down the atmosphere. Yeah. And I'm going to say the Exorcist. The ex- I've never seen it. You've never seen The Exorcist. I've never seen The Exorcist. I've never won for horror. Really? Really? Didn't never wow. liked horror at all. Wow. So, what famous horror movies have you ever seen? The Omen. Nope. Rosemary's Baby. Nope. The only horror I think I recall watching is Jim will fix it. <laughs> 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 Um, oh, good lord! I really don't enjoy horror films. You just get too scared. Probably. Yes. Okay. So um, I, no, nowadays I wouldn't, but it's that's probably why I didn't like them. Um, I can't explain to you. I just I never, I never got it. Why would anyone want to scare themselves? I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow your mind. Okay. I'm gonna take out The Exorcist. Oh, <gasps> place it with the Omen. The Omen. The reason I'm replacing with The Omen is because one of the first times I saw it, I watched it with my brother uh, around Halloween, and it was a mad storm, and it was a scene where they were in the graveyard being chased by um, jackals, and it was pitch black, and The Omen has all this like crazy symphonic orchestral music behind it that like augments when there's an attack or something like that, and so it really builds up to something really frightening. And as that was happening, as that was happening, uh, our electricity went, and it was pitch black. <laughs> just and at that moment. 
just at that moment and I, I we just and it was lightning outside as well and there was lightning going on in the movie and stuff like that as well and it was at a time where they're trying to find out who the Damien the baby's mother was and they open up the coffin and they find that the mother was a jackal uh, right okay so I'm learning all this I, I, I know who Damien is obviously he's the kid with 666 wasn't it yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but I, I, I couldn't tell you anything about the story because I don't oh, know. Anything. It's a beautiful story. Love it. Um, again, a story I'd rewatch again. The, fr- the franchise has spun off the four others, five, whatever others didn't have a patch on this original movie. Gregory Peck, um, fantastic scenes like when the photographer starts taking photographs of all the people involved and starts seeing how they're going to die when he develops the photographs by seeing like a line go through the priest's stomach. And he ends up getting killed at a at a church where the um, cross gets blown off the church, and then comes down, and then spe- spears the, yeah. the the priest. So like, I, I should probably go back and watch all these. Like they would they wouldn't scare me now. You know, it's pretty tame to the shit. Now, what are you forty? Of course. Yeah, well, nearly forty, but um, <laughs> saying that I'm afraid of the ocean. So there you go. Yoshi. <laughs> the ocean. Oh, the ocean. But yeah, I must go back and watch them because, like, by today's standards, they're probably pretty tame now. Yeah. But when I was younger, they were just, um, yeah, they scared the shit out of me, so I didn't watch them. <laughs> uh, can you still hear me there? Yeah. Um, right. Okay. So, what is it? Uh, number five, isn't it? Yeah. Number five. Right. Here's a, a, a curveball. 2001 A Space Odyssey. 2001 A Space Odyssey. Wow. Have you ever seen it? I've never watched the whole thing through. I just love that. What a great, great movie. Just about how a robot goes mad and kills everyone. And it's just such a great film. I just love it. The cinematography was just stunning for the time. Those (laughs) scenes going around Jupiter. Just absolutely amazing. I just, it's one, it's a film that I'd watch again and again and again because I just love it. Well, I've never, I've, like, what's the story behind it? What, what's the. Right. So, what happens is there, there, there's this space station on the moon and they find this perfectly rectangular monolith on the moon. Okay. Okay. And when it's uncovered, it releases this signal. And then a couple of months later or something like that, a telescope spots a monolith with the same dimensions or something around the orbit of Jupiter. Okay. So it's about the space ship going to Jupiter and it's a, it's the spaceship is controlled by a computer called HAL. Okay. And HAL goes a little bit insane (laughs) and it's just, it's got everything. It's very pertinent to today with the whole thing about AI and all that. Uh, I don't know, I just loved it. I, I remember seeing it, I think I was 12 or 13 the first time I saw it. And God knows, it was probably it was probably made before I was born, but I just love it. Just absolutely just fell in love with it. One of the greatest films i ever seen. I have a DVD of it there somewhere, but it's just, I just love it. I just Did um, Stanley Kubrick direct that? Yeah. Okay. But the, the soundtrack uh, to it is brilliant. Uh, not the music, but just uh, the, the sound effects that hold you in suspense. Yeah, just got it. Just great. I love it. Nice. So, for that reason, it's just one film that I'd watch again. I just love it. That's number five for you. That, yeah. Okay. Okay. Number four for me would be The Sixth Sense. 
great film. Yeah, you can't watch it again, though, can you? Yeah, you can only spoil it once, can't you? Yeah, it's that little twist. That yeah. little twist that I remember watching it in um, in Dublin. Um, and I remember, I can't remember who was watching it with, but like that twist where he's found out that he's a bloody ghost going around bugging people. And you see, uh, what I don't understand is you saw him get shot at the start, but how did you not twig it? All right, I wasn't the only fucking one that didn't tell you, Dave. <laughs> Put on your judging pants right now, okay? After most of the population that watched that movie got kicked over because they didn't realize it was. Uh, it, was it, it was a great film. It really was. It was. Yeah. And a, a bit of a slow burner. It was like in my Shalaman's big breakthrough movie. I mean, he didn't do a few shit ones after that. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I absolutely thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Kept me in suspense the whole way. And then that little twist at the end was the big one. Yeah. You had me going. Good. You had me going. You had me there. You I had thought me. he was still alive. You got Ah, <laughs> uh, it was such a good film. Yeah, it really was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. That's a, that was a good few years now. Mm, yeah, uh, I think that's Bruce, like even a nineties movie. Though, yeah, and Bruce Bruce Willis was really he was really good in that. To be fair, yeah, and a break from the mold from mm. Bruce Boyd, you know, just goes to show he can act. He's got variation. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't really. No, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, right. Um, my number four. I know you will hate this. Okay. Uh, but I'm okay. going to put in. I'm going to put in um, Thor Ragnarok. Have you seen it? Say that again. Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. That sounds like a, like a Scandinavian vodka. <laughs> oh, Thor, the Thor movie. Yeah. Gotcha. Why do you have to use the whole name? That threw me off. You said Thor. Because there's, there's been like three of them. Okay. Ragnarok. Is that his last name? That's the, that, that's, no, that's not his last name. That's the movie. It's called Ragnarok. Why is it called Ragnarok? What does that mean? It's the end of days. I know. What's the, what's, what, what, is, what language is Ragnarok? Oh, I, I'd imagine it's um, Swedish or Danish or something like that. One of them Scandinavian people up there. Oh. Um, no, it'd be Norse, wouldn't it? Norse mythology. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just let me check my... Uh, I don't have a fucking clue. <laughs> we'll go with Norse. Um, we'll go with Norse, yes. It's, I, it's, just, it's, I just love it. I just... Look, I don't mind the superhero movies. I really don't. Uh, I know you have strong feelings about superhero movies. Um, but that one, Thor Ragnarok, was just so fucking funny. I really enjoyed it. Funny? It's Thor funny. Yeah. Oh, the Thor Ragnarok is so funny. You have you have characters like Mick, who's like a rock. He's like a rock monster, but he's a New Zealand rock monster. Have you not seen Thor Ragnarok? I haven't seen any Thor movies. Oh, good. Don't watch the first two. Watch Thor Ragnarok. You yeah, don't worry it. about that. I barely what? get to the fucking third one. <laughs> don't, don't watch the third. Just watch Thor Ragnarok. Okay. It's so funny. You have okay. Mick? Where's Mick? <laughs> what accent is that? It's my uh, attempt at a New Zealand accent. Your attempt at a New Zealand accent? Yeah. Is, yeah. Okay. That was unique. But just, you have to, you have to, the, the character, what's his name? Korg in that. For that, for that alone. It's just so fucking funny. Korg, Korg, I think his name is. Korg? He's a rock. He's a, he's a rock, but he's a rock with a New Zealand accent. He's a he's a, he's a rock from New Zealand. God. Yeah. Oh man, he's so he's worth it. The whole movie is worth it just for the, the twenty lines he might have in the whole thing. So I'll awesome. never forget that name, Korg. 
Korg, yeah. The Rock from New Zealand. Yep. <laughs> Sounds like he's from Cliff Torin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's um yeah, Thor Ragnarok, I really enjoyed that. It's it's one yeah, of the only Marvel Marvel films that would make it into my you know, like I don't you're mind a Marvel the guy, aren't you? I I would watch them. I wouldn't call myself a fan. I think okay. they they pass they pass a couple of hours, you know. Avenger job. Again, I've seen them. I I I've watched them once or twice. That's about it. What's you the know? rival comics to the Marvels? Is it DC? Ah, okay. It'd okay. be it'd be Superman and that kind of thing. All right, yeah. So that's why you'd never see Thor Ragnarok and Superman in the same shopping center. Maybe not. But dude, you gotta watch Thor Ragnarok. Just watch it. It's funny. I'll give it a yeah. show. And I'll give Hot Shots a show too because actually that was a good movie and I haven't seen it. <laughs> So, this is the good thing about this. We're getting to getting to a list of videos, uh, movies we can watch later on. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> go on, number three. Oh, number three for me. This is the, you see, we're getting to the difficult part because I know my number one, but my number three and my number two, I I, I could either take out and put in a different one. So I'm, I'm I'm genuinely stuck with number three and number two, and I feel like all my movies are kind of like a similar vein. But I'm going to put this in because I love it. There will be blood. It's another there day. Will... Look, I have not seen that. It is an amazingly intense movie uh, about oil. That's something about oil, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I've not seen it. Yeah, first kind of oil drills and the kind of building of the train tracks and and uh, living in isolation and uh, the scamper for money and how that affects like government and then just the isolation and his kid being sick and oh my god and then that search for religious. Um, approval and I just love the movie Daniel Lillis is amazing in it yeah uh, just an amazing Great. movie I'm not going to say it's uplifting because it fucking isn't <laughs> um, but no I, I, I just I love again a movie I'd watch again but like I wouldn't watch it I'd, I'd give myself about eight months before I watch it again because it was that intense yeah. that it's impossible to kind of rewatch and stuff like that very quickly so yeah there will be blood number three uh, and then the scenery and the music again the music I think I'm picking an awful lot of my movies that I like the soundtracks to and I like the music to and stuff like that I like all this like go on you, you'd be a big music fan though you know yeah but some of these like the, the, some of the music uh, soundtracks to these songs like the one for Goodfellas is completely different to the ones from There Will Be Blood and like that's all like 60s 70s uh, music in Goodfellas and then this is like chaotic orchestral like just just violins going everywhere and everything like that so it's yeah, that's, that's one that slipped me by. I, I mm. you know, it's so it's it's a film that on paper I would enjoy because you know it's yeah. got Day Lewis in it, it's got drama, it's got everything. But I, I don't know, it just slipped me by. Yeah. I must watch it. Yeah, I really must watch. watch it sometime. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, number three for yourself. Right. Okay. I'm going to go with the original Matrix movie. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, again, I remember going to see this in the cinema. I had it was before the internet was a big thing. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen or heard anything about it, and I just went in, and my mind was blown. That is a movie that was made for Dave Rooney. That it really is. There's any a movie that was made for Dave Rooney. It's amazing. <laughs> but it just blew my mind. No, but it it wasn't. It wasn't because it was a sci-fi thing. It was that someone could come up with that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're all living inside a computer. What a great, what a great film it was. And I will now, say again, the soundtrack too was amazing too. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just for the simple fact, it just blew my fucking mind. Yeah. 
that, that that's why I pick it. Oh, he would have had that in there too. Yeah, I would have had that in there too. The Matrix was an amazing movie, and it's like genre setting as well. It came around the nineties, um, around the time of the Millennium Bug, and everyone's freaking out about that. And then like, yeah, just an amazing like Fishburne Reeves, amazing movie. Such a, it was. It kind of reminds me of when Inception came out. In the, as far as I didn't understand a fucking thing that was going on <laughs> for the first time I watched it. So <laughs> you're sitting there nodding your head, going, "What the fuck is going on? What what the fuck's going on?" But I kind of like it. I kind of like it, but it's making me feel extremely stupid. Yeah. Um, and I don't need this. I'm very sensitive, so I don't need this. Um, but that is a really good show, Matrix. Like absolutely 100%. Yeah. So that would be my number three. I, I, it's for the simple reason. I, it's one of the few films that I remember going to the cinema. Just it absolutely blew my fucking mind. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's now, why I had the sixth sense in there because that actually yeah. was one of the things that really threw me. And I remember. Yeah. Matrix two and three. I was not overly impressed with, but. I will watch Matrix 4 they're next year. With yeah, they're making a 4. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that, yeah, that's my number 3. Go for number 2, right? right? Number 2 for me. Okay, so you already... You have the other guys, and you had Step Brothers in there. Uh-huh. As, like, joint number 8. So I'm going to have to have a joint number 2. So uh, I'm going to go with Kingpin. Oh, Kingpin, yes. Yeah. Yes. Hard to read they I saw it last Tuesday. It was on TV. And I swear to God, I never, I haven't laughed that hard in so long. Oh. It had me in, st- Woody Harrison's just a great actor in any way. Yeah. But in this movie, he is fucking him. Bill Murray oh, never fails to disappoint. It's absolutely fantastic movie. Um, and again, the soundtrack's really good to it. Um, and just the, the whole the whole, the whole story, like the Amish guy who's just really good at bowling. Yeah. And he cops off with Joanne. And then like Woody Harrison's like this degenerate behind it all and then you got Bill Murray in the background as well like a sleeve ball so I would have Kingpin but I'd have a, have a, I'd have a, a forward slash and I'd have The Departed in there with Scorsese again The Departed uh, was that the one where he's like a bear trapper no what's The Departed uh, you're thinking of a movie that was set out in like the Midwest in America where he was like on his own and he was attacked by a bear and stuff like that you're right yeah yeah. what's the departed it's Leo DiCaprio the one that, with it? Matt Damon Leonardo DiCaprio Jack Nicholson Jack Nicholas Nicholson <laughs> um, yes the golfer um, and uh, I think uh, Alec Baldwin's in it as well set in Boston uh, it's kind of set loosely around the premise of the White Bulger um, story don't you know who White Bulger is I don't I think I've seen this film, but I can't remember for the love of money. So, Whitey Bulger was an Irish-American gangster who lived in Boston um, and was also known as an FBI informant. So as he was dealing drugs and doing shit and killing people, he was also working with the FBI, giving up uh, members his... of the mafia and all these other gangs. So um, he was he was giving up his competitors. Yeah, and he was working in cahoots with a, a special detective and stuff. So this is like has absolutely nothing that says nothing about White Bulger or anything like that, but you can tell it's loosely based around that story and it's set in Boston and the accents are class. Yeah. <laughs> the accents are class. That the whole famous uh, South Park episode where they're talking about the khakis. The khakis. Yeah, I can't find my khakis. <laughs> he's like, they're right there on the table. No, not my khakis, my khakis. His trousers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a minute and a half sketch in South Park about where are my khakis? Those are my khakis. Those are my khakis. I just, I'm trying to see, think if I've ever seen it. I don't recall ever seeing it, but 
I'm sure if I saw it, I would go, yeah, okay, I have seen that. Yeah, and I've watched it several times. Uh, again, I'll say it again, soundtrack, amazing soundtrack. Um, I think Scorsese won, a, won an Oscar for Best Director. I mean, he won a Best Director Oscar, Oscar for this, but didn't win for Goodfellas. So, strange old one. Um, the cop, the Covenant, was that this? Was that the one that's in the wild? You know, the Covenant or what? something like that? The Covenant. For what? For that one you're talking about, DiCaprio, when he was in the wild. Oh, could be. It could be. I can't remember. I remember seeing it one day. I thought it was okay. It was decent enough. Past an hour or two. But, right. again, it had well, bears. Well, number two. I, I went for Kingpin, Last of the Party. So. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Number and murder. I'm going to go for my number two. And, again, I could have thrown this in with the Matrix either, you know, either either. But I have to stick in John Wick. You do. I know. I know what you're saying. You you freshly watched these for the first time. I did. I did. And wow. I I'm not going to argue with that at all. He <laughs> I killed a massive Russian with a book. <laughs> you sold me on the movie. <laughs> that scene alone had me. I know that was John. I, I, was that one or? I, That's the third one. That's the third that one. That was the third one. That, yeah. that was open. It was drooling all over the place. I remember uh, when I first heard of John Wick. Um, the guy I work with. He said, oh, have you seen John Wick 2 yet? Because yeah. John Wick 2 was just coming out. And I went, what's John Wick? I hadn't heard. I'd never heard of the first film. So instead of watching the second one, I went and I got the first one and I watched it. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> and yep. it was just a big fan. And when I, when I found out a couple of weeks ago that you hadn't watched them, oh, I had to recommend it. I just had to. And... There's no point that has ever disappointed me. It's just non-stop action. It's an amazing movie. Uh, yeah. A nice little, um, story to it as well in relation to like the countdown. Um, well, that was in the third one anyway. The countdown to when he's going to become a target. Um, but I won't, I won't ruin it. But uh, it's an absolutely fantastic, fantastic franchise. Yeah, and really low-key. Kind of, kind of went under the radar. For me anyway, I went under the radar. Was I never even heard of the first one. It was only when the second one was coming out that I heard of the first, that I, I watched the first one. Mm. And I was like, "Why didn't I watch this movie? Where was this film? I'd never heard of it." Mm-hmm. And it was just so good. Oh, and even now, you'd never get sick of watching them. Absolutely yeah. not. Side yeah. side note: uh, shout out to Training Day. Uh, Did you see? Washington. Yeah, they've made a TV show of that now. Really? Uh, yeah, I don't know how it's going to be because wasn't he crippled at the end of that? Uh, he was riddled with bullets. He was shot yeah. by a rifle. Yeah, and yeah. So that's well, he, yeah, he was a friend. Yeah, they've made a TV show. I've seen it advertised. You know, just leave it alone. It was a good film. It was an amazing film. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so number one for me. Big um, fanfare now. <laughs> I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna like this. I'm gonna go with the Shawshank Redemption. That was my number one when I initially thought about a top five and stuff. I could not take it out. I had to put it in there. Number one, the story itself of how he comes across to leave and how, what he does to escape the prison. The warden is a massive religious nut, fundamentalist. He has the Bible. He quotes from the Bible all the time. Mm-hmm. He spouts all this shit when it's being extremely corrupt. He gets Andy Dufresne to do his tax evasion for him, whilst Dufresne is setting up accounts in his own name and in different, sorry, in different names for him himself. So he yeah. siphons all the warden's money without the warden knowing. He's doing it in the warden's office, and he chisels his way out of the prison using a rock uh, hammer that he puts in, he hollows out the Bible in the, in the warden's office and he puts it in there and then he brings the Bible with him to his, uh, 
to his uh, cell, and he, that's how he used it. And I just think the whole the whole scene of like corruption, but like how religious corruption is involved in it too. And then the scene at the end where he hugs Morgan Freeman, uh, I just love that. And he got butt fucked quite a bit in this film, didn't he? Attempts were made. Uh, <laughs> a lot were successful. Attempts were made to bum franchise him, and <laughs> they were not successful. Um, he didn't have a lot of mates that would help him out. I thought that sucked. Um, but it made just an amazing movie, like very. Oh, it just came out again. It didn't do very well at the box office. It was like uh, it didn't make a lot of money, but then became a huge cult classic after that. It really did, yeah. It was kind of video on DVD, wasn't it? Where that, um, mm. where that came out of, and it kind of in the vein of the Green Mile as well. Mm. Mm. You know, another good film movie that. But yeah, no good call, Shawshank Redemption. What a great Shawshank. film. Shawshank Redemption, right. number one, definitely. Morgan Freeman is just epic in that. And that's like, that's the other thing as well. It's narrated by Morgan. Yeah. That yeah. guy could narrate anything. And it doesn't sound good. Like, I yeah. bet he narrated his way into a few knickers in his day. <laughs> the knickers, right, didn't you? Knickers, yeah. Well, what knickers, did you think yeah. I said? Knickers. Um, knickers yeah. but, Sorry, uh, panties, panties. Panties, panties. Get out of my panties, Morgan. <laughs> um, but yeah, Morgan Freeman narrated it. Um, and it was just like it was cast perfectly. It was cast perfectly. Yeah. I feel a Morgan Freeman impression coming on, Rob. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just too intimidated to do an impression in front of you. Why? Because uh, you're so good. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm terrified. Like I can't, can't meet up to your standards right now. You're just—it's <laughs> like I know, I know what you're going to say. You're just going to say like, do a Morgan Freeman impression. Your Morgan Freeman impression would be like, Andy Dufresne spent 17 years at Shawshank. <laughs> no. Uh, I know that you was don't me just... doing an impression of you doing an impression of Morgan <laughs> Freeman, by the way. That wasn't me doing an impression of Morgan I know, Freeman. I know, I, know, um, I know you don't uh, watch or listen to much Irish radio anymore, being living in America now, but um, Today FM have Mario Rosenstock, and uh, he does a, a, a Morgan Freeman, but a Morgan Freeman who's a GAA nut. Oh, it's so funny. That's funny. It's really good. It's really good. You know, it's like Morgan Freeman. He narrates the weekend's GAA action. Oh, that's so good. good. It's really good. Yeah, it does that's be really cool. what, good. What is that on Today FM? Yeah, it does be on uh, the Ian Dempsey Breakfast Show. I'm sure if you if you go on to his uh, on today that you'll you'll. I'm sure I'll find a form. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, it does be so much fun, and it's at uh, the end of it is uh, Morgan Freeman and I love the GAA. <laughs> it's so and good. that, my friends, is a Dave Rooney impression. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to be good to work. No, no, or even slightly like the voice you're supposed to be doing. No. Right. Right. Number one. <laughs> My number one. Um. Yeah, I don't think you would have thought. I don't think this. You might have seen this film. I don't know. I don't know if it'll be on your radar. But Gladiator with Russell Crowe. Yeah, yeah, that would have been that. <sighs> yeah. Jurassic Park. <laughs> what a fucking film. Oh yep. my god, I just mm. love that from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Russell Crowe has never been in anything that I enjoyed as much, apart from that film oddly where he was the whistleblower. I can't remember what it was called, but he was a whistleblower. That was no whistleblowing on the um the uh, cigarette company. Cigarette. Yeah. He was great. Al Pacino's in that too. That's a really good movie. Yeah, it was great. But Gladiator was just I think it was probably the first epic movie I ever watched. And it was epic. That you know? Oh my yeah, god, it had everything. It had battle scenes, it had you know, fighting, blood, gore, twists, 
you know, sexual undertones, you know, mm-hmm. was he going to have sex with your one? Had he already? You know, Ooh, who knew? <laughs> but I, I just thought meant the sexual tension that was between River or Joaquin Phoenix and his sister. <laughs> it was so odd to watch. <laughs> yeah, he fucked his sister, didn't he? <laughs> no, awesome movie. I mean, I remember thinking back when we saw Braveheart that we'd never see battle scenes. How come Braveheart didn't make any of our top ten? Oh, it's a Mel Gibson movie. You know, you got to be careful these days, old Mel. <laughs> he he doesn't go down well with the Jews anymore, does he? Uh, no, I think it's more the fact that they don't go well with him and his uh, his opinions and stuff. But um. Uh, I just remember thinking after Braveheart, you're never going to see a battle scene like that. And all of a sudden, Gladiator comes up and just has these amazing scenes of even the single battles where he's in the Coliseum. Oh, just brilliant. Mm. But Russell Crowe, the bit where he takes off his his mask and he, you know, he tells him that Mm. I'm Maximus Decimus Meridius, you know, that's just fucking unreal. Mm. You know, what a great film. Part of it, part of it's down, I have to say, to River Phoenix or River Phoenix, Jesus. Joaquin, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix's portrayal of being an utter bastard. Yeah. <laughs> he plays it so well. You hate that he, man from the start. You just, I don't know what it is about him. You just know he's just no good, you know? Yeah. And have you uh, recently seen, have you seen the Joker movie though? I haven't seen that yet. I haven't. Oh, is it good? Good. I'm not a mad fan of the Batman or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, or the Superman, but the Joker is an amazing movie. I must watch it. Yeah, I must watch it. Um, I might even watch it tonight. Uh, Yeah, likewise, you have to watch that Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, Thor. I'll I'll get into it. Thor? Thor. Thor. You're asking to watch the fourth movie. Thor. Let me say it it in a Midlands accent. Thor Ragnarok. So, uh, number one, yeah, Gladiator for me. Gladiator. Okay, okay. just a few there of probably popular movies that I absolutely either didn't get or just fucking hated. One of them is one I think I went to see it with you, and I was never so bored in the film in all my life. Lord, I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh bollocks! No. Lord of the fucking rings. Lord of your ring. <laughs> I remember a good movie. Oh no way! I fucking hate stuff like that. Like, I must be one of the only people in the world who has not seen Game of Thrones. Are you on an E? <laughs> no, really, no, not one episode. That bollocks does not. You know, give me spaceships two hundred years in the future, but you know, give me I dragons. Just, I need you to understand the difference between Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones. Okay. There is not, there's nothing similar to them at all. No, but they're the same kind of genre. What is that? They've got dragons and shit. (laughs) Oh, God forbid, yeah, dragons, and you're going on your fucking spaceships and Thor Gregor are probably going to be in rock. Fuck off, right? I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't like all that. I don't know what it is. Wow. I remember going to the cinema to see that film, and I just, it was one of the few films where I just would have happily got up and walked out. It didn't help the fact that it's nearly three hours long. That yeah, I was bored after ten minutes. When I mean, when I saw trees starting to talk, I mean, I just checked out. I was gone. <laughs> Again, you watch a movie about a rock from New Zealand that talks. Yeah, but that's so, funny. Oh, talking trees, <laughs> and you draw the line at a talking fucking rock. 
I tell you, the shrub starts fucking talking, I am out of here. That's <laughs> the magic mushrooms are fucking kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> so, such a discrepancy. Yeah. Okay, okay, now the drinks, thanks. Uh, another one that oh, I just... Myself and Deb went to see this film uh, because it had George Clooney and... Uh, what's her name? Jennifer Lawrence in it, I think it was. Oh, okay. It's a film called Hail Caesar. Oh, that's bad. That got bad reviews. Oh my god, it was. In fact, I would go so far to say it was the worst film I've ever seen ever anywhere by anyone. Is there anything worse than going to see a movie uh, that sucks, that's terrible, that you hate? But going to see a movie that sucks and terrible that you hate, but you're away for the kids for two hours. <laughs> You've had to pay a babysitter. Yeah, you got to pay a babysitter, and then you're paying for shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's, oh, that's a bad that was combo. the worst film ever. I I don't think I ever hated the film as much as I hated that. Did yeah. you see it? No, fuck no, no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't like. I, didn't, I looked at it and I saw it, and then I went, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me. You got any any ones you hated? Uh, I mean, if you drop, I don't. I was trying to think of ones that I expected to be good, but were not good, and that's that's what I thought of. And ones that really just irritate me, just because they irritate me. And this probably won't be a popular opinion, but uh, clueless. Clueless. Uh, who's in that? Paul Rudd oh, in it, obviously, because he's in every movie since the nineties. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know the one. Yeah. 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 It is what it is, you know, it's kind of... It is exactly what it is, but I went down false pretenses and um, I can't really share what those are, but... Well, you, you would have been like nine when that came out, so... I wasn't nine, it was about in 1989. I, 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 I don't know. Uh, let me have a look here and see. I'm pretty sure it was 96 or 97. You think? Yeah. Pretty sure. Uh, how, what were the false pretenses? What were the false pretenses? I'm not sure. I'm Nin- sure 1995, good call. Boom, I was really close there. So I was looking <laughs> up the four teens. Yes. Um, I just saw the movie and it was supposed to be, so- I thought it was going to be something funny. Uh, didn't get the sense of humour. That kind of Los Angeles vibe. Uh, Hold on, that I- film was meant to be funny? I don't know. It was sold to me as being funny. And then Paul Rudd was in it. I think he was. I think Paul Rudd was sixty-three when he did that movie. So, <laughs> the man hasn't aged a day in the last he just twenty-five age. He doesn't, years. He doesnn't believe yeah. it. Um, <laughs> he, doesn't believe it. he wills himself not to age every day. I'll tell you another movie that I absolutely despise: Minority Report. <sighs> Tomas Cruz, Colin Farrell. Yeah, no, I've seen it. Uh, again, generally, I have a general rule of thumb that anything with Tom Cruise is not going to be good. Fair is a generous rule of thumb. Uh, like Deb has read the Jack Reacher books, and she said yeah. that Jack Reacher is supposed to be this big fucking guy, you know. Big blonde, uh, yeah, yeah. But I haven't read them uh, because I, quite frankly, I'm illiterate. Um, but uh, I just heard there the other day that The Rock was in to play him as well, and ugh, that just would have been so much better. Better. Yeah. Oh, The Rock is in everything. Yeah. Why not? He's in every movie out at the moment. <laughs> and why not? Like, I don't know. Not mad fan. I, I could throw in, like, so I'm throwing Minority Report in there because I did see that in the cinema with you and I fell asleep. Um, <laughs> it was a Sunday, obviously. Uh, yes. 
our oh. post hangover Sundays. <laughs> but it was absolute trash. Um, yeah, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a great film. No, it was so. And then another one that pissed me off was the remake of Total Recall, Colin Farrell, <sighs> which is an awful bloody remake. Like, it's like remaking Willy Wonka. Oh, but, there's another one. Huh? There's like, another one. There, look, look at that. There's the DVD. Look at that. That. There you go. I've got it too. Yeah, I've got yeah. the original. Yeah. There's nothing better than that. The new one is awful. Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp should be shot for taking on the fucking role. Uh, Gene Wilder was the epitome of what yeah. Willy Wonka should be. Yeah, he was just classic. You could maybe even throw in a Gene Wilder, um, Richard Pryor movie, Blazing, or Richard Pryor wasn't in that movie, but Blazing Saddles with oh. Gene Wilder. I love the the scene where he's uh, he raises his hands up and he says, "Yeah, look at that hand, steady as a rock." And he goes, "Yeah, but this is the one I shoot with." <laughs> Fucking brilliant! Oh just, my god, Gene Wilder was just a legend. Rock, man, at that stage, was making so many. And again, at that stage, it was kind of like the not dissimilar to like the uh, Police Squad, Naked Guns, airplane movies uh, with uh, Mel Brooks and stuff like that. But he like slapstick wise, he he made some absolute great movies. History of the world. History, History of the world. Um, I always remember a scene at the end of History of the World where they were talking about the History of the World Part Two. Hitler on ice. Hitler on ice. Oh, fuck it. He, uh, Mel Brooks was on it. He really yeah. was. He was again, on it. I'll, I'll throw another one in there for the folks. Is Monty Python Search for the Holy Grail. Oh, like, what a great fucking film. And the senses of humour in, in, in that movie were so unique. Like they were, they were so, such a different um, cohort of comedians that, that were going on at that time. Yeah. But that, that Search for the Holy Grail is fantastic. I love it. Oh, the scene where the, where the knight has to take, try and take the toll off them. Yeah. Oh, he ends up cutting his arms and like, come back here, I'll bite your ankles off. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking great film. Sure. Oh, Absolutely. fucking brilliant. Now, here's one for you now. I bet you won't hear expect this now. One, one of the movies that I don't enjoy are Star Wars. Yeah, and no, I get that. I'm with you. I've seen the original ones and I don't mind them. They're not yeah. so bad, but the new ones are just fucking god awful. I'll tell you one thing: you're going to be in for some surprise because that's going to be basically Tiny Top Ten. Tell <laughs> me all the prequels and sequels to Star Wars. Really? They're so bad. Mad into them. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't, like them either. don't like them either. I think Star Wars was good for me when I was younger. Yeah. Like I, 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 I don't mind the original three that were out like in the seventies, whatever it was. Yeah. I'd actually watch them, but. Oh God, the rest were just god awful. Can't get into it. Can't get into no. it at all now. And like I, I'm a bit of a sci-fi nerd, and I just don't. Yeah, but you're more of a Star Trek fan than a Star Wars fan. Yeah, kind of, but I don't know that. That and Hangover Part Three. Oh my God, what a horrendous film! Yeah. <laughs> and Very all the Harry Potters. Oh Jesus Christ! Okay, how long is your fucking list? That's my hatred list. Don't. There you go. All of the Harry Potters. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to argue any of them because I just talked about shit as well. So. Yeah, but that's the I suppose the fun thing about movie choices is it's each to their own kind of a thing, isn't it? Subjective. Yeah. <laughs> but good call on the Mel Brooks stuff. Really mm-hmm. good. Mm. Blazing Saddles. Oh, just what a great movie. Candy Graham for Mongo. Candy Graham for Mongo. <laughs> I suppose there's another one then in that case. You're saying Mongo. Yeah. Oh, something about Mary. Something about Mary. 
I will never ever forget the road trip we took to Galway where that took center stage, that movie. Oh my God. And you were so pissed. You're your drunk eyes. You couldn't get into the nightclub. You were that pissed. <laughs> That's not fair because my eyes go like that after like half a point. Yeah. My eyes go in that direction. I can't like, everyone has tells. That's my tell. And unfortunately, it doesn't take much for my tells to come across. Like I could never drink. Like, actually, you know what? I'd be class of poker. Yeah. Well, because you just look hammered. Yeah, because look, you can see what the fuck is going on with his eyes. What hand does what? he have? Why are his eyes so glassy? I don't have no idea what hand I have. I don't know how to play. <laughs> Go fish. Go fish. Yeah. <laughs> nah, give me all your money. <laughs> You're um, pacing around your house there. You must be waiting for I, the workmen to come, are you? I am. They're like usual workmen. They're half an hour late. Yeah. So... Shout out to rent a kill or whoever you're getting in there. Well, pest nest or something like that. Mm. They don't sound no. dodgy at all. <laughs> but if they want to sponsor the podcast, get in touch. <laughs> we can give you free shout outs, no problem. For the three people who listen to us. For the three people. I think only two people listen to us, and two of them are us. Klopp used to have him at Dortmund as well. Then he went to Bayern Munich, back to Dortmund. What position does he play? He's a midfielder, isn't he? Not Marco Rice, is it? No, not Marco Rice. Uh, you won the World Cup. Goethe? Mario Goethe. 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 Oh, okay. he's, leaving, he's leaving Dortmund on a free. And I think uh, Liverpool could be in to take him as well. Okay. So, I believe, I trust his judgment. Um, yes. If the team of earners is as good as he is on my FIFA team, then good luck to him. <laughs> we'll take two, thanks. Yes, thanks. It can't be any worse than Naby Goethe. Ah, uh, disappointing, all right. Poor old Liver can't keep fucking fit. No. I think Shakiri, Shakiri's an odd one. Shakiri's an odd situation. What the fuck is going on there? He just... Oh, Klopp just obviously doesn't fancy him. I mean, I get it. He's only small. Like, why would you fancy a short heart? Oh, I yeah. mean, uh, hello. <laughs> Got a bit homo there all of a sudden. Hey, come here. Have you watched the... Uh, have you watched Sunderland Till I Die, though? I haven't. You've, you've asked me this before. Is it worth watching? It is. Is it? But watch the first season. Um, the one with David Moyes, I think they went there, they got relegated with David Moyes, and then Chris Coleman comes in at some stage, and uh, and then the second season, they're in the League One. And honest to God, some of the people that are in it that are running the club, they're literally spouting shit from the office. The yeah. English version, yeah, the English version. It's the, when they give presentations to the staff, it's literally David Brent talking. They're <laughs> Spouting all this marketing consumers and bullshit that like that he that he remember Brent would go, aka vis a vis. By the way, you know, <laughs> it's uh, like that. They're speaking it, acronyms. They call it. I think they call it Marcoms. And when he said Marcoms, like marketing communication, he said, yeah. "We the people. We the people in Marcoms know what we're talking about." And I was like, "That's David Brent." It really that, is, isn't it? It is. Like, so. Like when we're talking about movies, it's, it's, it might be apt to talk a little bit about TV shows and the British Office. I mean, come on! Shall I know, I know, you're a fan of the the, the US version as oh, well. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, I've seen a couple of episodes of it. It's uh, it's not for me, mm-hmm. but I just think David Brent in the Office. Oh my God, yep. he's so good because it's... even now, and I've seen it a hundred times, I have to watch it behind my fingers. Yeah. It's just that cringeworthy, you know. Like the, 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 I was watching it the other day on Netflix, and it was like it is still cringeworthy. It is yeah. still 
hor- it's, it's, it's horrifying to watch sometimes. But like even the phrase that he was using, like he, he's so unaware of himself. Like yeah. he was saying, I'll hire anyone, black, white, yellow. Orientals make good workers. Like, <laughs> I like the bit where they're talking about the uh, people being laid off and he's pointing at everyone. He's going, you're not getting fired. You're not getting fired. You know, you're not getting fired. You're not getting fired. It's just fucking... Oh, just, God. His comedic timing is brilliant. Yeah, he I, lo- I love Ricky Gervais. I really do. I just think he's fucking brilliant. His, his uh, TV shows have been very good. Have you seen the recent one on Netflix? Um, after I, enjoy, I really enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. You, know, really... you know, it's how to make a dark comedy, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a pedo. Even if I was, you'd be safe, you fat tubby can't. <laughs> oh, he's so good, isn't he? But uh, another another good TV show, um, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Oh, man. I mean, Breaking Bad stands alone. That's an amazing show with so yeah. much action in it and, and, and amazing acting. Break, like, uh, Better Call Saul was such a slow burner. Oh, it's, uh, but it still is, you know. You, but it's just filling in in so much story, mm. you know. Like, I, yeah. came late, I came late to Breaking Bad. I really, they, mm. I started watching Breaking Bad long after it was cancelled. Yeah. And my, the only downside I will is that the they brought out El Camino on Netflix, and that was just awful. Yeah, yeah, that was a letdown. It really was just awful. Didn't have to do that, like. No, like fill in on the story. What happened to Heisenberg, and you know, I don't know. That was just such a disappointment because I so enjoyed, uh, especially the ending of it. There, what they did the frings and all that. It's just such good that's, stuff, that's, wasn't that's, it? That's, that's the good thing. Salamanca and. That's the good thing about Better Call Saul is because it goes into the Salamanca, it goes into Fring, and it goes into uh, Saul Goodman. But like yeah. how we came up with his name as well is so good. Yeah, Saul Goodman. Saul good. Saul good. <laughs> um, but that's that's the good thing about Better Call Saul is that you can dive into this and create the characters from the start. I don't think Al Camino had anywhere to go. No. You know? But no, it did. It did. It could have picked up a year down the line. You know, what had become of Jesse? What had become of, of Heisenberg, you know? Well, Heisenberg, it, didn't he die? Yeah, but you don't know that. That's true. Yeah. You know, he was shot. God, and you yeah. see him lying on the ground. But you yeah. don't know if he, if he was really, saved. And, you're, really huh? clinging on to this, you're really clinging on to this, aren't you? I was just fucking... He's not dead. <laughs> we can't talk about TV programs without talking about Bob. Nope. Another niche market. Yeah. Throw out there. Uh, anyone, anyone in America listening to it will not have a clue what it's what they're talking about. But it's, it's it's offensive and it's grotesque and it's vile and it's just the bottom of of humor and sense and has absolutely no intelligence in it. And they'll be absolutely fucking right. <laughs> yep, and only for our Mondays in school would have been so much duller. They really would have been. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> we should have learned a lot more, Dave. We should have learned a lot more. Yes, yes. We should it's all have degrees in nuclear physics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his medieval folk dance, a wangle. I actually watched a, a recent episode where he uh, stole the tickets off Cannonball Tapio Jones. Oh, Jesus. Such Probably one of my one. favorite episodes. It, uh, mine too. Mine yeah. too. Just when um, Eddie comes in dressed as the woman. Don't pop him. <laughs> we'll have uh, one of each very well one red one white no one of every number <laughs> bugger off again well, what was he says uh, uh, I'll have uh, I wasn't I'll have a scotch 
a large no half a pint <laughs> I will have um, what would someone like me where I come from what would he have that's posh where are you oh, from oh where do you come I'm, from I'm from Hammersmith half a mile <laughs> yeah it's uh, it, was uh, a, it didn't have I remember we went to see the live show which wasn't great no but we had good fun afterwards out in Dublin was it just myself and yourself after that, was it? Yeah, we, we went out and we had great fun and we ended up back in your house in Minute there. Oh, still in college, was I? Yeah. Uh, right, yeah. Yeah, so the session was good. The show was a letdown, but the session was oh, good. Yeah, the show was a letdown, considering. Yeah. Like, the first three were brilliant. Mm. Just... And especially after seeing Hooligan, Hooligans Island, which I thought was the funniest one. Times. Yeah, and which I thought was the funniest one. I was like, this is going to be great. And yeah, it felt like at that stage they were kind of winding down. Yeah. Stop sure. giving a shit. But I always sure. remember who. Come here, man. Playing. I'm gonna have to go. Okay. I'll give you nice a talk to you later. Up. Okay. Do do talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye bye.